0: Hello and welcome fellow creatives. This podcast is dedicated to encouraging and inspiring you to keep creating. Thanks for joining us on this journey to explore
1: all things creative. I'm Derek Wagner. And I'm Riley Peterson. And this is the Living Creativity Podcast. Hey, what's going on creatives in this episode? We are going to be interviewing Isaac Maganya, a personal Amazing man a great friend of mine and this interview will be part one of two And I hope you really enjoy this episode. Just want to give you a heads up We did have some technical difficulties with Isaac's audio. We still hope that you enjoy the show Isaac Maganya grew up in a family of five in the 80s and 90s and he found plenty of avenues where his creativity was challenged to grow He has a degree in interior design, is an ordained and licensed minister educated in theology. He also is a Christian-based retail business owner, and his current position is a utility company specialist in Southern California. He has taken courses for helping couples within their relationships and coaching parents. And speaking of parenting, he is the father of one quintessential eight-year-old boy and a husband of 13 years. This is Isaac's story about creativity that pointed him to a place of contemplative perspective and stronger
0: interfaith. All right, let's get to the show. So Isaac, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to, to join us Thanks on this podcast. Me. Absolutely. I'm excited. Um, so obviously you've got a bit of a background with Riley. Um, I don't know I do. you from Adam, so <laughs> I wanted to just start off this podcast by asking you to tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of your your background and your journey into creativity, if you don't mind.
2: Well, I first want to say thank you for having me on your show. I appreciate it. First time on a podcast. So we'll see how this goes. (laughs) Uh, Definitely Riley Riley, an amazing man, Um, met him at Target. I lived in uh, Reading, gosh, almost for almost a a decade. And uh, met him at Target, cool guy. (laughs) I'm sure he thought it was a little bit weird, but you know, that was, uh, that was part of the, uh, part of me. So, but yeah. And then since then, it's been a friendship that has been very meaningful mm-hmm. in my life. And, um, actually, uh, some of the testimony that, that I have in my life, very covenant people, family to us. Yeah. He's a great guy. Great guy. Funny guy, creative guy, always asking questions, digging deeper.
0: Love it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I can Love attest it. to all those things. Riley is was, yeah is a absolutely great dude. So yes thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. You know, every <laughs> once in a while we just gotta sing each other's praise, you know, build each other up. It's, it's important stuff. That's right. <laughs> well, I like to do that. So <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Yeah, uh
1: Isaac, if you wouldn't mind kind of just going over your like creative moments leading up to where you are today. Um, just so Derek well, and I can have a understanding of your journey.
2: Absolutely absolutely so um first i'd like to say who better to be inspired by than our creator who created creativity absolutely himself so awesome. you know i mean that first and foremost is definitely a, a default that i have going into and then of course there's the follow-through right the of that the application of how we activate that and demonstrate that mm-hmm. uh, that's in our lives and um it's very organic very spontaneous you know, and there's a long history with that. There's a lot of events and historical pivotal places that I can try to explain. I mean, what, I'm like 100 years old. So there's probably a lot of experience <laughs> there, you know? I mean, <laughs> I feel like it sometimes, guys, yeah, where I just, geez. you know, I'll stay focused on the question. I def- definitely don't stop at just one thing, get inspired by creating, uh, mostly inspired in the moment when I'm around beautiful things. That's awesome. That brings activation too. So. I
0: I love that that in particular uh, out of what you just said. What stood out to me really was about how like you're just around beauty and being inspired by beauty. yeah, and I think that that's uh, a really fun part of being a creative, being someone yeah. who's kind of like for whatever reason oriented towards paying attention to those things. And I think everybody has some of that in them, right? Like everybody notices beautiful things. Everybody right. notices yep. like a gorgeous sunset or at least most people do, I think. Right. But I think it's really uh, just fun that from my perspective, as I've embraced my own creativity, like I notice those things maybe a little bit more or see them in a maybe a different light than I might have otherwise. Right. Or, you know, I, I feel like I've I've had the experience of noticing something that, I qualify as beautiful, although if I say it to someone who maybe doesn't necessarily have that same perspective, right, then they're kind of like, oh, interesting, you know, like they don't quite, quite get that. So it seems like maybe you kind of relate to that a little bit.
2: Absolutely. Beauty is definitely something in my life that's taught and that's lived and experienced. Um, mm-hmm. Another example of that is being just in in my, in my faith, you know, doing worship, getting mm-hmm. in worship and seeing the beauty of god's people right
1: yeah yeah
2: declaring that to their savior that's a striking moment it really is it's a striking moment it's something to sit down and just really see this is happening in front of me and i'm part of that community i'm part of that body
0: beautiful wow that's cool that's awesome it seems like I, i mean so just based off of everything you just said it seems like your creativity is really really like fueled by your relationship with, with your faith and with God. Intimate, like very oh, well.
1: Wow. So when that's awesome. when was your first experience with, or is there a certain event in your earlier childhood where you're just like, wow, you know, I realizing that I see things differently or then maybe other people do or something that was striking in terms of you realizing like I'm, I might be creative. You've got a lot of people in this world that are
2: hearing so much from the capital, you know in politics and oh yeah. in, in the depth of different people's cultures, so it's a rare opportunity to see somebody that's in the middle of that crowd saying, "Hey, how about a flip mode on this and a spin on this to make it better mm. to, yeah. to, to to see life in a, in, a, in a in a better way, and that's the beauty of it is no matter how long it takes that, that I've, I've seen that before. I mean, I've seen that with people, um, uh, people that have finalized some of the things in their lives that they've been confronted with. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing to walk through the trench with them, right. Mm. And to process life with them, to feel that hurt with them. That's beautiful. That's beautiful to me. It's very rare.
0: Yeah. And that, that's a, in itself, I think is a unique perspective too, because I think that, you know, as people were kind of, um, like we, we look at the idea of suffering and the idea of pain and being in the trenches, right. As a whole, like none of us want to be there. Right. And we look at it and we're like, you know, and, and and I think even when we see somebody else in the trenches, we might, you know, feel sympathy or empathize with them, but we don't necessarily want to jump in with them. Right. Right. And so it's striking for me to hear you talk about being in the trenches with someone else and call it beauty you know Mm, calling it a thing of beauty (laughs) it's 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 just interesting because you know speaking from my own perspective like when i'm in the trenches it's like all i want to do to just get out Right. And like when I see somebody else in the trenches, unless it's like a dear friend, I'm kind of like, oh, man, it really sucks to <laughs> be that person. You know, I hope I, I hope they can get out of that, you know, but it's not necessarily like that's for you. My, yeah, my, I get it. It's, it's, I'm not like trying to dive in there. No, too, I you know? get it. No, so yeah, it's just I, I think it's it's interesting to hear you talk about it in that way. It's it is beautiful when <laughs> when I see it through the perspective you're describing. Mm
2: -hmm. if you don't enjoy i had a pastor once say if you don't enjoy the process of what you're experiencing then you'll never see the end of it suddenly Hmm. you're looking for that suddenly moment to come because you're tired of the pain of the process going through it then start flipping that listening to the company of those that are around you and enjoying the process that you're in and 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 it's it's an exercise it's a process yeah that's good
0: very cool yeah so i i had a question so obviously you've got a lot of different experience and you're in the church, you know, you have, uh, are is it a, as an interior designer, you know, like, That's is true. that like a career pathway? Or is that kind of just something on the side now? It's definitely like how, on the side.
2: Yeah, definitely okay. a trade on the side. Something so, that I started with, but it hasn't followed through. into.
0: So I, I guess I'm, I'm curious, like, Cause I, I feel like you've kind of got this like shotgun blast of like different, uh, you know, right. And it it's hard of avenues. Right. Yeah. It, right. And so I'm just trying to like feel around the edges here and get a, a picture of, of who is Isaac. Right. right. So, so right. You're, you're a man of faith. You're somebody who, who is trying to see the beauty in everyday life and, <laughs> right. and kind of uh, revel in that beauty a little bit. Right. But also you've applied yourself in this other uh, aspect in terms of, the interior design. Can you like help me fit the pieces together? Like, what what led you to that in the first place?
2: Interior design was something that started with my mom telling me the reflection of my heart looks like my room when I was eight. Oh, oh. wow, wow! You know? I, I mean, Dang. you know, that's how it started. You know,
1: and, as a teenager, I mean, what you, my heart wasn't very that? good then. You know, oh my god! Like,
2: okay, I, I'm not sure if anybody knows out there, but they, I, my mom used to say that. You know, your room. Looks like your heart. If you don't get it right, you know. Wow. And so, you know, from that point, just kind of evolved into like, yeah, this does matter. You know, when I when I'm involved in the execution of what I do, you know, the people that I, you know, communicate with and hang out with, it all matters. It all matters. So, interior design isn't just you know a structure or a design or a palette. It's it's really about life and how that comes out is sometimes in the choice to design. And um, uh, for example, my wife and I uh, it took a while. I mean, we've been married 13 years, mm-hmm. um, have an, an incredible eight-year-old you know, boy, but it took a while to understand how to live in that serene piece of beauty around me. And I like mm-hmm. that. That's how I think. You know, and That's something that I empower in, in my life. And it, it's not always going to look like that because we don't control what we see in our day, you know? And so learning from that and evolving into saying, okay, well, maybe I can follow through with, I have a design in me. I have an interior intuitive behavior. So, you know, maybe I can learn about this. And that's kind of what started the whole thing.
0: Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm just seeing, you know, just again, trying to put the pieces together, I'm just seeing this theme that's really seems like it's existed since your childhood, really of just like beauty. Yeah. And I feel like that's going to be like a huge takeaway from this conversation, which is excellent, you know, because Mm -hmm. I think beauty is something that is simultaneously in our current culture, like absolutely super highly valued and also very, very undervalued. Right. And very narrow. Yeah, Yeah. it is. Yeah, Yeah. 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 So what does beauty mean to you? Oh, that's like a really I know. big question we're so, yeah. right here for the next two hours man yeah, yeah. I mean, we could go another yes. two hours
1: on this Give it <laughs> to him, guys. yeah it's been well, a long I, time
0: <laughs> i ask that because even as i'm thinking about it you know like i experience a lot of beauty like i i, I there's beauty that you can see there's beauty that you can feel mm-hmm. like beauty is is kind of abstract and kind of and it's subjective. There's objective parts to how we describe beauty, right? But like, I don't know, like help me understand from your perspective, like what is beauty even?
2: Beauty could be an outcome of experience, history, uh, belief, where your belief system is postured. You look through the world through those lens. And if you've got, I mean, I, I can't really say that some of the popular headlines that's in our news today is beautiful, you know? But I believe the struggle, the commitment, the challenges, and the testimony that derives out of that to keep fighting is beautiful. Mm, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's really the, the belief system that I live in. Like, you know, and for me, it would be coming out of my Christian faith, you know, and um, seeing the world through that kind of beauty, and those core and heavenly core values, uh, you know, staying committed, keeping hope alive, you know, loving on purpose. Learning, you know, being okay with humility and thankfulness is postured in that, you know, that starts humility, being thankful. And so there's a lot of different avenues to that word. Beautiful can be serene and peaceful to me, you know, beautiful saying, Hey, I've had a heck of a day with the responsibilities that I have in as a father, you know, as a husband, you know, as a friend to other people, as as a mentor, however, my day looks like. Um, I have chosen to look at the outcome and beauty, no matter how intense it feels, hmm. and especially if it works, right?
1: What does that mean? Like, especially if it if, works,
2: if, especially if it works, if, if staying in there and you're seeing the outcome of being hopeful and uh, mm. you know, okay, uh, faith-filled. If if you're seeing the outcome, that works, yeah. You know, I so you why mean. not let that be a testimony to you? Yep. To, to keep your butt there and keep doing what you're doing
1: and i would imagine that takes a lot of self-discipline to right. stay in that a lot of practice yeah i was going <laughs> to say a lot of practice, lot like, of practice. i choose yeah. to stick yeah. this out i choose to see this yeah. th- through beauty I see this as a beautiful yeah. thing yeah and yeah choose to believe that there is uh maybe depending on whatever the situation may be, like uh, there's going to be redemption, right? Beauty beauty in a person's (laughs) life shows you how much depth you have.
2: If beauty is just looking at your child for the first time, that is beautiful, but there's so much more behind that, right? It's processing with your child. It's getting in the nitty-gritty with your child. I mean, these animalistic behaviors they have, you're working with them, (laughs) you know, going through that. You know, I mean, that's the beauty too.
1: You know, it doesn't just stop. St- telling them to stop spitting on your window. Yes, please. Not <laughs> <laughs> that nice. I love you, but stop. I was Derek the other yeah, day. No. I was on a phone call yeah. with yeah. him, and he's like, "My kids are spitting on my window. Like,
0: literally spitting on." My like, "Yes, awesome. Kids, man, they yeah. are they're wonderful. Yes, definitely, they and I, I I love that you know, like I've got young kids, and so it's hard, you know, having young kids. Like you talked about the nitty gritty and. I relate to that a lot. I'm a stay at home dad, you know, and, and, uh, it's, it's crazy sometimes how gritty it can be, you know, how difficult it can be. But, um, I appreciate hearing you talk about that because it's a good reminder just for me, you know, to, to remember, to look at those moments as, you know, beautiful because they are, they're part of that, that process of becoming and and growing and learning and all that. And it is beautiful when you, stop and look at it. Sometimes I think we can be so narrowly focused on what we're doing that it's really, really easy to, I guess, zoom out a little bit and look at what things actually are. And it's like, yeah, I've got the kids spitting on the window or I've got, yeah. you know, poopy diapers. I've got, you know, temper tantrums and, and, you know, disrespect or whatever. But in the midst of all that, it's like, you know, thinking about just the day that I had today with, you know, some temper tensions and stuff. It's like, <laughs> Oh, if I can, you know, look back a little bit and right. just, okay, this it's a crazy moment, but man, like it's a beautiful moment. Nonetheless, like it's, I think that really alters your perspective. It's an and that's un- kind of a powerful thing right. that, that just admiring the beauty of the moment can right. can have on, on your mind. That's beautiful. And I I'm going
2: to un- 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 Oh yeah. One. Go. Sorry, Riley. Okay, I'm sorry. Dude. What were you going to say? I, I, I interrupted <laughs> Interrupted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what i was gonna say is just it's unconventional and uh, it's an unconventional source of inspiration yeah it's very you know it's very different right being the being around the wonder of children. yeah it leads definitely. to the creative process
0: that's yeah, awesome absolutely
1: i was gonna i'm actually gonna do a uh pull it back into writing believe it or not Derek, watch that. Watch like out. This is, that's a I'm, 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 okay.
0: I'm unbe- unbelievably excited right now. Let's so, do this. I mean, <laughs> it's just
1: an analogy. I don't know. Metaphor. I don't know. I don't know if the right terminology is you would, but so I'll help you out. <laughs> so if I'm reading a book and I'm at chapter 12 out of 60 and I'm like, man, you know, this is a really poor, like really sad part or really, Gut-wrenching part or intense part, whatever. Um, I can look at that and be like, "Man, that's not you know, whatever." I can judge however that chapter went, but once I read all the way and, and I enjoy the journey yeah, of getting all yeah. the way through the book to the end, I can go, "Wow, that was a beautiful book." And beautiful. Knowing knowing yeah. what the end result is most maybe knowing that there's a there's an end to the story, and I'm just I'm somewhere in the middle, beginning of it. Or maybe towards the end of it, depending on where you are in life. Mm-hmm. And seeing it seeing the that as a beautiful moment of what's to come and how it all ties in as a story. So that was
0: my those are my two cents. Here, here. You no. Know, yeah, I, I like that. And I think if you're you know, to I guess to speak to the the writers in the room a little bit for a second, like that's actually one of what makes like your story good right is you have some like it's dynamic it's not all along the same line it's not all happy go lucky and it's actually like a rule of of storytelling right is you need conflict in the story and you have to really create conflict you have to like really depending on the story right but for most stories you really have to like bring your characters down to their knees and i think that's really interesting that like in terms of good storytelling you really have to bring your your main character or main characters to that point because otherwise we don't find it compelling when we read it, you know, even if it is like you said, Riley, gut wrenching in that moment to <laughs> read, it's like painful. And you're like, Oh, I should put this book down because I'm watching this character suffer, but you can't if it's well-written mm-hmm. and you're, you you want to follow them on that journey and see how they make it out of it. Right. That, right. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, I don't know. I just find that really interesting because it really it reflects life. And I think it reflects our desire to see, those characters transformed because I think ultimately that's what we desire in our own lives is our own transformation, even on like, you know, kind of a micro scale. Like at some level, we're going through our own micro stories each day where we get brought to kind of low points in our day or we get brought to difficult points in our journeys. And we have to kind of pause and make a decision about how am I going to proceed? Right. You know, am I am I going to find the beauty in this moment and continue forward? Or am I going to kind of just you know, shake my fist at the heavens and say, why God, why, you know? And it's how you carry yourself and how you make decisions in that moment that I think really impacts how you move forward and whether or not that moment is transformative or whether or not that moment is, you know, kind of another instance of you being stuck in the same. Right. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. (laughs) yeah same habit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well I mean, it's it, because you i mean really that's what that's what stories are when you get down to it even on like a uh scene level if you're not even if you're not looking at the entire story you look at one scene like what you'll find is you have a main character who's who's doing the same they, they they have an essential tactic uh to put it in like story good terms uh they have an essential tactic that they're using to achieve a goal right Right, and they're going to keep using that same tactic or our variations of the same tactic until they reach a turning point that says that doesn't work anymore. you need to reevaluate and do something new and that's mm-hmm. the that's the essential you know part of the transformative process in life when we experience those like big transformations or like wow like i've I've come to the end of my ropes here and I need to figure out a new way forward, right? That's transformation. Right, right. right.
2: That's an upgrade. Well, I like to call those upgrades, 2.0 yeah, experiences. Absolutely. And that's where we want to get, right? We want a higher yeah. elevation for our children in the future. You know, we, we uh, expect to better ourselves as fathers. But there, there is a point to that though, Derek, where um, I hope that people remember that along with that upgrade is what I like to call the culture of honor. Is honoring those people around us, and mm. my upgrade doesn't have to be somebody else's disaster. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, you know, you know, you can definitely upgrade your life, your, uh, your understanding, your knowledge, of the way that you see life, and still edify and encourage and pull in support from there with others. And um, it's it's all uh, it's all community, it's all honor, it's all respect. And and I'm seeing as time goes by a lot of people forgetting that i've forgotten that mm-hmm. you know respect is is something that is earned it's not something that's popular because you're famous and i've got to yeah. do it you know it's something that's definitely something we should think about yeah that's what absolutely that's good
0: that's really good yeah so, so i wanted uh You know, we're we're gonna be all over the place in this conversation, I can tell. So that's (laughs) totally great. (laughs) great. Um I I just keep thinking back to earlier things that you've said that I find interesting. And so one of the things that you mentioned was about how you're one of your the way you experience creativity is kind of in these spontaneous moments of inspiration. Right. Or just you know, you experience beauty and you're like, I'm inspired by that. Yeah, you organic. Yeah. So can you I guess walk me through what that experience is like for you like what are you thinking what are you feeling like how do you express that creativity in a given moment maybe right right yeah maybe
2: an example and i was definitely leading in that i was thinking about um hiking just recently my wife huge hiker loves to hike she loves the outdoors she loves getting up there and in different areas of uh, national forest and and i don't I don't, I don't really like that. I don't. I, I think that, I, you know, it's 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 huge and there's so much brush and there's trees everywhere and it's like, okay, it's family in okay. And we, <laughs> we saw a snake the other day come out of these bushes and I'm like, you know, it's a black mama. And she's like, no, it's not a black mama. It's not even <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know. I mean, this happens, you know, but mm-hmm. it's it, that is a good example of uh, what we were talking about uh, earlier, you know, upgrading. And I'm, I'm thinking, okay, uh, you, you're a dad, yeah. And 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 all that comes with that is that protection and that, like, a structure. I like my ways to be a certain way. And if it goes beyond that way, you're reinventing the wheel. And it's like, <laughs> okay, all right, well, what makes what makes this beautiful is that we're learning about this together and it might look a little different now so reinventing life and creativity is taking the time to be humble and and looking at the surroundings around you the people that are around you and if you need to reboot yourself in that and and learn life all over again wow. through your family then i guess that's what i'm talking about
0: so in in, in this example right you you're not a hiker not at all snakes and all that so you kind of have to go through that reinvent yourself experience a little bit in order to incorporate maybe a little bit of her hiker understanding why did she like it
2: so much you know and she and she and that helps me because like okay what did i learn when i went there with you guys oh wow this is great i can i could really just sit and be okay without having to feel like something's going to grab one of you guys or come out of the bushes you know black mamba uh, it's a black like a black mamba right and so (laughs) so yeah so taking that and and putting it into my into the workforce for example what i do every day you know talking to so many knuckleheads in southern california but it's great (laughs) but taking taking that experience of you know what i did in my extracurricular on my time off time away something i chose to do you know I'm able to understand what people
0: are taught. Hmm. Yeah. That's that's I think that's really interesting because that can be such a great tool, a great skill to have to be able to just Yeah, and it it seems I don't know, so innocuous, right? You're just like, I'm learning how to love hiking because my wife hikes. Yes. But you're able to like think creatively about that. How what did I learn from that? And you're able to take that and apply it in in your your everyday everyday life. Everyday life that's an act of creativity, right? Like you have to think outside the box a little bit in order right. to say, okay, work isn't just work. You know, it's, yes. it's, I don't know about you, but I'm really good at like putting <laughs> things in boxes. Yes. And yes. it's hard sometimes to like break open those boxes and put other things in or take things out, you know,
2: that's what we
0: around. call mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. It's it's a really, I don't know. I think everyone does it to a degree, but I find, Myself just doing it like habitually, just thinking like, okay, the, these things kind of go here or whatever, and when things unexpectedly pop out of the box or try to jam their way into a box, it's kind of like you know red flags are going up in my brain, and I think for you to be able to you know grab something that doesn't belong and kind of find a way to fit it in there, that's that's a creative act.
1: and yeah, it's beautiful, yeah, and it's an opportunity to relate to other people, right, because if you're using it in your everyday job, everyday life. Right now, I get to relate with that person yes. on that level of Absolutely. like, oh, you enjoy hiking? Yeah, you know, I went hiking with my wife the other the day. other day. Actually, the other yeah. day, <laughs> I I the fought other off day. a black mama, <laughs> and it was <went> great. <laughs> Punched it in the mouth. Yeah, I, I don't know, but yeah, that's that's uh, a <laughs> that's really good, and I think that's right. that's a, that's a a great aspect to look at it too, because I've noticed that I, I'm I tend to be a compartmentalizer as well, and I've been noticing that even with this podcast things that I'm learning from this podcast, I'm like able to transfer knowledge or transfer experience into my everyday life. Um, and just in how I relate with my family and how I, right. you know, what, how I engage my wife, those, those things. So it's been, yeah, that's really good. That's really good. I I see the parallels there. That's awesome.
0: Definitely. You got another question, Derek? I'm I'm trying to conjure one up here. So if you've got one, then then fire (laughs) off my guy. All right.
1: I got one for you. I wrote it down earlier. So this is we're going we're going a few minutes back here. We might be going 20 minutes back. (laughs) Sorry. But um, you mentioned stewarding peace in your home, stewarding peace in your life. And I know that for me, life gets pretty chaotic and it's very, very easy for me to get caught up in that. Um, and obviously, trying to have you know, trying to step back and get the the bigger picture is always a good technique. But are there other ways that um, other tools you utilize in order to steward the peace within yourself and within your home um, to be able to foster creativity, allow it to bloom?
2: Stop convincing myself that I haven't learned. Hmm. You know, some of the, some of the lessons I've learned in my marriage, and my job with people. With my church family, you know, whatever it may might be, stop convincing myself that I haven't learned. So mm. stop being in denial. Wow! If you've learned it, accept that. Walk in that. You know. Yeah. Teach that. Throw that. You know. Live that. You know. And uh, that that helps me see me in a different light than I was twenty years
0: ago. Oh. That's awesome. So the perspective. I think that's a, that's a really interesting perspective because speaking from experience here in my marriage, my wife can attest to this, right? Like I've probably not learned all the lessons that I should have (laughs) learned, or at least, at least that's what it seems like. But if I'm hearing you right, Right. it sounds like I probably have learned the lesson and maybe I just need to like remember that I have learned it and I need to, to kind of walk in that experience of, okay, with this, you know, experiential knowledge that I have, I've learned this lesson. Own I can it. apply this yeah. lesson in XYZ type of way. Yeah, absolutely That's you cool. Own that.
2: Own it. I mean, there's a point in my life where it's like, I like milk, but steak is so much better to me now. I don't know why. It just hits me a lot better than what milk used to do when I was a kid.
1: Because mm-hmm. mm. when I was
2: a kid, I thought like a kid, right? I acted like a kid. But when I came into mm-hmm. my adult, my married life, and I, you know, I let that revelation of truth you know settle in me and you just started learning about it Uh, there's only so much time that your wife can babysit you about something you know (laughs) you're either gonna own it or you're gonna do it you know and you're gonna believe that you learned that you know of course we all need a savior of course i'm infallible of course i'm imperfect that's that's always i'm always going to be born again every day you know gonna uh, you know Need that these people, the, these covenant relationships in my life every day, my wife, my parents, but learning from that and really just. Thriving in that is, is what the goal is, at least here
0: for me. Definitely. That's awesome. I uh I'm I'm trying to, you know, one one of the things that my the way that my mind works is I'm trying to like take all of this and figure out, okay, how, how can I make this practical and not just for necessarily my marriage, although I'm sure you know my wife when she listens back to this will be like, I'm waiting, Derek. You know, <laughs> show me those learned lessons. Um, right. is, <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. But but that yeah. being said, I'm also like, okay, like that's such a good perspective. How, like what how can I take that and apply it to my writing, right? That's like my main thing. Like how what lesson have I learned as a writer that maybe I'd have to remind myself that I've learned? Maybe you know? managing
2: and, your emotions, you know, in the process of that writing, you know?
0: Yeah. Wow. No, that's totally applicable. <laughs> I'm I, I'm doing some freelance work right now, uh writing and sometimes writing other people's stories doesn't, you know, it doesn't hit the same way that, that writing my own stories Mm -hmm. does. But if it's a job, right? Like I have to remind myself to manage those emotions. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, Hey, it's okay. You still have to show up and be a professional and do the work. Yeah. Yeah.
1: One of the things that my pastor said, uh, he, he relate, he was sharing about how his daughters would say, or no, sorry. I said that all wrong. He (laughs) would say, Hey, You know, you know, just reminding them about something. And and he was just using it as a general example, reminding his daughters about something. And they'd say, I know, Dad, I know, Dad. And his response would be, well, if you knew it, you'd do it. Mm. If you actually know it, then you'll do it. And it's just like, it's this, it's so simple. And it really applies to what we're talking about and just really like distills it down to that. If you know it, you'll do it. If you don't know it, then
0: I guess you're not. You don't really know it then you're not doing it. <laughs> right. So then there's like a bit of a a bridge to gap or a a, a gap to bridge there. Whoops, said that back That's okay <laughs> um, bridge to gap. Th- so yeah, band you have to it. like Is it? I don't
1: know. <laughs> it's <laughs> going be cool. to be. It's That's gonna be.
0: One. Yeah. I want uh royalties, or whatever and <laughs> close copyright. Close copyright. Yeah. Um anyway, what I was gonna say is like it, it feels like maybe there's a little bit of a disconnect, right? Because We have been told things or had to learn things. And so we have to, you know, like figure out how can I be intentional enough to have the recall necessary to remember that I have in fact learned this lesson before. Like, you know, if I'm, wife's reminding you to take, I know, right? So it's like, how can I be intentional enough to demonstrate that? Like that's, that's where the challenge is for me. Um, I, I try my best to be intentional, but oftentimes I can kind of just have my head in the clouds a little bit and, and forget to be intentional about things that I truly do value. Right. And I think this, this reflects back into my own creative life as well with writing. It's like, I value it and I, I want to do a good job with the freelance work because I, I enjoy doing it and I want to write a good story for the client, but Sometimes you have to have that level of intentionality to remind yourself of these lessons that maybe you have learned, but you need to integrate it. Remind yourself into the moment. Mm -hmm. Like that's such a difficult thing for me personally. Like, do you? you, What's your experience with that?
2: To remind myself to actually go out there and do that.
0: Yeah, to be intentional with that because that's something I just really struggle with.
2: I'm so sick and tired of people that hate on other people. I don't like it. I think loving on purpose is a is is a theme in my life that I like better. Oh no,
0: we lost Isaac. We lost him. Well, I wondered if, just, like, I guess, just in case we can't get Isaac back, I wonder if we could. I don't know. Maybe go back and forth a little bit on just some of like the essence of what we talked about with him and and kind of, I guess, I don't know. I I just I I think so. I guess here's what I would say, right? I'm ready. Let me set my water down. This is a big one. Oh God, I'm sitting down. So no, I'm ready. Okay. Well, I just think it's interesting because so much of like, when I think about what creativity is, I think so much of it is perspectival, meaning that (laughs) it's, it's how you look at things. Like when you think of like the most creative people or the, the creatives that, Are really successful oftentimes i think that you find that they are people that see the world a little differently or that they're actively trying to like flip things on its head so that they can get a new perspective oh my my son has this book it's a little kids picture book it's called what to do with an idea oh okay have you ever heard of it and it's such a cute book um the premise of the book is that this kid has an idea and it's symbolically represented in the book by kind of this like egg. Okay. (laughs) And it's like, it's like this little egg and I think it's got legs or something and it kind of follows him (laughs) around and stuff. It's kind of weird, but it's, it's anyway, it goes on and um, he's at first he's like super embarrassed by, by the, Idea that's like following right. him around. He's like, I don't know what to do with it, and like, I don't really know if I should tell people about it because what will they say about my idea? Okay. Like, what if yeah. they say it's no good or whatever? <clears throat> but then he kind of embraces it and decides, like, well, what do they know? And then he, one of the things that he starts talking about how he's not only is he kind of taking care of this idea and like trying to grow it, but he's also learning from it. And then one of the one of the lines is that it talks about how he. uh that the idea taught him how to stand on his head and look at the world upside down for like a new perspective type okay. of thing and it's interesting because i think embedded in that is something like the idea that that different perspectives can like generate different ideas or like change the way you think or mm. that sort of thing and i think that's something as creatives that we probably are already to a degree in the practice of but you know maybe for someone who's starting out their their creative life whatever that looks like yeah, for them right you know it's like embrace the the new perspectives you know and it, it doesn't mean you have to adopt a new perspective entirely that's different from your own or or your own belief system right because yeah. as isaac was just talking uh obviously for him in his creative process and i think a lot of creatives would say this like their whatever beliefs that they have that they hold on to that's dear to their heart that informs their own creative process a lot. Yeah. And that's a, that is a thing of beauty in and of itself, but also being able to, to look at things from perspectives that you wouldn't normally have access to. Mm. Like that, those are avenues to creativity as well. Like I know for me with writing, like I have to try to get into perspectives that I don't hold. Like if I'm writing in my story, a villain, yep. right? Like he, the villain is in all likelihood going to have, a whole host of ideas that I probably think are bad or, you know, immoral or whatever, but I have to be able to kind of think like a villain in order to write the villain. Yeah. And so it's, it's being able to adopt or not necessarily adopt, sorry. It's being able to uh, just think from a perspective different from the one that I already have, you know? And, and so I, that, that's a really long winded way of, I guess saying, I think that like perspective, and like changing your perspective, looking at the world through, you know, whatever lens. Like, I think that's really, really valuable. And that's like, so I like for me, as I think back on our conversation with Isaac, hopefully we can get that running. Yeah, again. if not, then that's okay. Yeah. But like, I, I I just am blown away by, I guess, A is like the perspective thing and B, like how important beauty is to, to him. Oh, and yeah. it makes me want to, to, like draw nearer to beautiful things. Yes, you know. Yes,
1: it is definitely inspiring to, and th- and that's why you know we've stayed in touch all these years because of that. There's just something about being able to tap into people who think that way and have that perspective, and kind of get you to get you to th- look at a situation from completely different angle and it's always gosh whenever we talk it's like he's always inspiring with hope there's always hope there's always this undertow of hope and um which really helps combat my uh what's the word negative negative um thoughts and pessimist my pessimism there we go
0: there you go (laughs)
1: big word so i uh so yeah pessimism and yeah so it's just very very helpful for me and i just love being able to talk to him and tap into that and it's and getting inspired to be able to get through what i'm getting through or just seeing things from a different point of view
0: it's been really fun doing that with him absolutely well, that's, I think that's an incredibly valuable, you know, person to have in your corner and, and, uh, you know, being able to not only kind of be reminded to have hope when you're maybe otherwise feeling pessimistic, but also to, to have someone that can offer that, that, you know, differing perspective or, um, you know, because I think that we can, even just in life, we can get locked into particular, you know, ways of thinking thought patterns, behavioral patterns, and sometimes it takes a shift in perspective in order to be able to kind of break out of those because sometimes, you know, they can be really destructive or bad for you. And yeah, so I think that that's having someone that can kind of help you shift perspectives in your life. I think that's really valuable.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It is. It's super valuable. The other part too that's really awesome is um you mentioned you know being able to change your perspective and that in and of itself is making you step out of your bond like if you're struggling with, with with whatever you know this is for listeners honestly and anybody um if you're there's a certain thing that you're struggling with in life whether it's an addiction or it's some sort of habit or what have you and if you're actually capable of being able to allow yourself to look at your situation from another perspective and being able to sh- like share where you're at with someone else another human being and they can share their perspective and you're able to shift yourself to that to their perspective and have that empathy so to speak looking from the outside in of yourself that's massive like that's huge yeah. Because if you can do that, now you're getting yourself outside of your own, almost like your own self bondage. That makes any (laughs) sense. You're like breaking yourself free and getting out of there. And now you're outside of the box and you can actually be able to pick up different tools, be able to pick up different mindsets. And now you're like, dude, I can do something. I'm actually, I can. I'm now empowered to do something different, yeah. and that's huge.
0: Yeah. Well, and I th- I think that just in the same way that that works for life, I think that in an uh, individual's given creative process, you can use that as well, right? Like yeah. if I'm writing a scene and I'm stuck, and like ah, I've got this creative block, like I've been stuck on this all week, I don't know how to proceed. Sometimes I think it's looking at the scene from a perspective that I hadn't considered, or an idea that you know, I, I didn't, I I passed over what this other idea for how the scene could have gone when maybe if I hadn't done that, I would have found that, Hey, actually this works perfectly. And and leads me exactly where I need to go and Mm. opens, you know, blows the door wide open for how to write this. And so, um, I, 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 I mean, I think there's something invaluable about the idea of, of looking at life through a different perspective. And I think that that's something just culturally and, and, you know, across the board, I think we could all benefit from just doing that because at the end of the day, you know, creative or not creative, or, you know, however you see yourself, whatever your perspective of yourself or of the world is, I think that if we're able to get out of our own perspective and into that of another, I think that really does build a ton of empathy and and builds bridges between people and, um, you know, that's a that's an amazing thing. I mean, let me get off my soapbox here, but <laughs> you're good, man. <laughs> I don't know. I that I it is inspiring to think about it, you know. And I, I think that if we were all able to, you know, whether it's regarding a creative project or whether it's just regarding life or whatever, like if we're able to kind of get into the perspective of the people around us, I think we'll find that we have a ton in common. I think we'll find that we have a lot to learn from one another. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Living Creativity Podcast. We hope you found value in today's discussion and are feeling inspired to live out your creative life. Don't forget to check out the show notes for links to any resources we may have mentioned and to join our discord community where you can connect with other creatives. We'd love to hear from you. So if you have any ideas or feedback you'd like to leave us, you can drop it in the appropriate channel on the discord server, or you can send us an email at livingcreativitypodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, the best way to do so is by leaving a rating and review on Spotify, Apple podcasts, or wherever you're listening from. Thanks again. And as always, Keep creating.